0: Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning, up and atom. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky roll call. I'm so excited.
1: I'm so
0: excited. With Walker and Roush. Welcome to
1: Wild. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. August 17th, 2021. You're listening to another edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush back in the house. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Happy to be back. Uh, Very disappointed that I was not going uh, I couldn't make it yesterday because there was a lot to discuss. But hey, you know, it's a great way to stretch out a busy sports weekend. By just talking about a lot of the same stuff over two days instead of just one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I uh, I'm excited to to hear from you. There was a lot. I was obviously Big Blue Drew killed it yesterday, but the all the football news. I was curious some of your takes and 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 listen to uh, the football podcast. But needed you in the KRC atmosphere. Douglas is our producer as Hoosier Dingus remains on vacation and not keeping up with the news whatsoever. He thought that the Joey Gatewood transferring news was like a joke um, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he like he was, he was texting Roush and I and just saying this can't be real. Uh, it, it's, it's real, buddy. <laughs> it. That was, it. Uh, it was that,
0: that, uh, that. made me laugh. It, it also made me laugh to see that there was no water in Peekins yesterday. They had to cancel school because uh, of a water issue, which – Classic, you know, you have your snow days and you ha- you have your water days, you know, j- only in Pekin's. It does it does seem very country,
1: but my thought is to the folks in Pekin. I hope your water has been restored and flows like the Niagara. Uh, we've got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, Roush, I-, I figured we're just calling a KRC family meeting here. This is stuff that we probably shouldn't do on air but we do it on air all the time right. I, I don't I, i'm so happy to have mike rutherford part of the big Sports radio the first mike rutherford show the first official one was great he did he, it, he legitimately sounded eager to be back genuinely excited to be on the air again you could hear it in his voice it was awesome just to hear trevor trevor played some of his classic hits in terms of just his talking points Oh gosh, the self-loathing was just through the roof. Ugh, I got to t- I got I got to tell Mike about the dollar in the jar just to keep Trevor in mm-hmm. check to, to some degree, but he did great as well and it was just fun. It was just like a it, it was a wholesome wholesome few hours of radio just cuz Mike should be on radio in Louisville and and he is again and then Trevor should be too. He's been on radio in Louisville far too long and yeah, the guy may not like mornings, but it was good to hear from him. As well. So uh, that was good. I'm happy to have it. I, I'll, I'll be listening again at 3 o'clock today. I don't know what we're going to do about this text line. Like, this text line ain't big enough for the two of us sort of situation <laughs> here. Because, goodness gracious, and a, it was a lot of KRC people, which my hat off to you all. Uh, thank you for, for doing that. But we, he, got, he, he got dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of texts. Like, that was – he got more texts yesterday than we've ever gotten in a show and
0: no 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 he got it, almost as many texts no it's as we've really true no
1: it's true because it was that many we've had shows where like i could i couldn't believe it like we had we were having a tough time keeping up with it but this was a lot of people just saying hey happy to hear you glad you're back best of luck with the show there's a lot of krc people sharing that sentiment a couple suckets and and, and mm-hmm. that sort of deal uh he was asking for show names on the show. So people were just, it it was a ton of text, and it was a bunch of new numbers, but it was a lot of the same numbers as well. And I'm happy for that. And he was happy to be able to use utilize the text line, but I I don't know what we're going to, what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm not going through all these texts every morning to figure out who's intentionally for Mike and who's texter Mm -hmm. for us. And I don't know. I don't think we can get another number. I don't think that's on the table. And hmm. if we got another number, you know, you know, we've kind of had this one for a while. You know? <laughs> maybe, <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe Mike should get the other number.
0: So yeah, it, that's a, a good a, point.
1: And and we are we are statewide. It's funny we mentioned a town in Kentucky and we don't think we'd have a listener there, and then we end up getting like four people saying like the Rotary Club. That was wild. How many people? Yeah. Where
0: was it? Harrodsburg? Harrodsburg. Yeah. There's yeah, about Harrodsburg
1: four. Harrodsburg Rotary people. Club. We like, me, re-
0: give me directions.
1: Yeah. We, well, yeah. It, by the way, <laughs> Roush actually got a little uh, mixed up. He, If you if you know where Harrodsburg is, please let him know. Uh, <laughs> he, he has since forgotten from the text messages from last week. So we have a lot of podcast listeners, Roush, and I'm sure Rutherford will as well. But we've got people texting at all hours of the day and all hours of the night. What I, I can't. I guess the only thing I can think of, unless you know, Trevor wants to look into getting a different number, which I'm sure he probably doesn't, I don't blame him for that, then if I'm a KRC fan, I'm probably not texting between three and six.
0: Right, right. And I think with other places that they have only one number, it's typically there's only that they only read the live listener text, and we don't want to leave our podcast listeners out there hanging. You know, we we they're as much a part wouldn't, of the show. Wouldn't yes, wouldn't be fair to them. Exactly. So I think for now, that's probably while we while we search for a solution, the best way to go about it is just to, to recommend to our podcast listeners maybe maybe hold off on your text between three and six before, that, after fair game. But I, I think for now that's got, that's probably our easiest uh, bandaid on this, on this situation.
1: Yeah. And, and also potentially, you know, start each text with like KRC or something like that. Just, just so we know, I know that that's probably asking too much to type an extra three letters for some of you bozos, but still <laughs> it would help us out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it would help the- your text get read too. I mean, because ultimately, you want us to sh- read your opinions on the show, and if we can't differentiate, like you know, it's a two way street here, folks. So if you help us a little, scratch our backs, we'll scratch yours.
1: Well, that, and that's the thing is that's what makes our show unique is we 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 encourage text all throughout the day for podcast listeners to feel like they're a part of the show, and you know that that opinion will be heard, as Roush mentioned. That other shows mostly it's just live. Um, But we we try to we we do hit on all of them. The only radio show that I've ever known to do that, at least ones that get more than one or two texts per show. So I I don't know what we'll do, but you all could help us out. Uh, Don't text between three and six Eastern time unless you're specifically locked into the Mike Rutherford show or start a text with KRC. I, I told Trevor maybe if he thinks that Texas for KRC, he sells access to our group chat. So he just sends it there f- for us, but that is a little extra work for the big guys. So we'll uh we'll see how it goes. But he did they, the show was great. I highly recommend if you can tolerate some some U of L talk. I thought Mike brought up some good points yesterday. I, I know we've got our own stuff to get to but basically kind of said it's put up or shut up time for U of L athletics. There's never been a more important year just to really stay afloat is kind of how he prefaced it. He didn't; he wasn't setting the bar too high, but talked about how this stuff with UofL now has been going on for a long time, and you've got whole generations of UofL fans that are growing up just not nearly as enthusiastic as other UofL generations, and he's hmm. worried about what that could lead to the future, and I think that's pretty fair point. Fair point from from Mike Rutherford. So good first show, good topic. Mm-hmm. But Roush,
0: not a complete butt slapper. Yep, yep, not a complete butt slapper. There, there are some not. out there. It's weird.
1: Yes, they're, uh I, I, you know, you have to hear it to believe it. I think with some U of L folk, but Rutherford is <laughs> certainly certainly one of them. Roush, did the doctor give you a clean bill of health?
0: I got a clean bill of health. Uh, All right, I'm good to go. Uh, but it did make for an awkward. Sunday and not as much Monday, but on Sunday, it was uh it was a weird time. So uh I, I was having some issues, had to had to get a colonoscopy. That's normally something that you don't get until you're 40. I am still in my late 20s, so a little bit different, but I'm sure there are many folks out there who have had a colonoscopy, and as you know, uh there's there's some prep work that they, they say the prep is the hardest part, and uh, to prepare to have your colon scoped, you must cleanse it. And uh, how, do, how do I put this? The cleansing process happened uh, as Kentucky was naming a starting quarterback. So, uh, TJ, uh, I don't want to paint too clear of a picture for our listeners, but uh, there's a moment when the, uh, your, the secret sauce kicks in and you're just... Oh, Katie no Bar the door.
1: No need to paint a clear picture because you're painting
0: you're painting the toilet. Exactly. And uh that was happening uh, in the middle of Mark Stoops' Zoom. <laughs> while well, that press this, conference was happening. Were
1: you on the press conference?
0: Yes, I was I was on the press conference. I was writing a Joey Gatewood is transferring story uh while you know all hell was breaking loose. Quite quite literally.
1: Why so wait? Wait, so Mark <laughs> yes. St- you were in a press you could have theoretically asked Mark Stoops a press conference from your toilet.
0: Theoretically, yes. Yes.
1: Wow. Did you?
0: No, I did not. No. It was kept on mute. See, uh the is- camera was off. But you know what? God bless the pandemic for letting <laughs> us have remote remote uh work. no
1: no 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 the, yeah, that's part of the reason why everybody wants to get back into person and like that's why everybody's like oh i like doing the interviews in person you get, you even said it they're more personable and mm-hmm. also another reason why we want to do that is because who knows what people are doing on the other side of those cameras and roush just basically confirmed it for us folks yep. Yep, have a you... little bit of professionalism in your journalism job
0: i mean but there was you think, Jer- was
1: a... you think jerry tipton's just taking a dookie when when he's on a zoom with john calipari asking the hard-hitting questions
0: hey i was i was at the whims of the Miralax at that point there was no there was no begging i mean tj they they on the back of the bottle they say use one scoop i had the entire bottle <laughs> this enormous thing like you just uh why'd they're, you they're do that com- why'd, why'd you do that well, that's what they told me to do
1: well the bo- wait so they said to go against the bottle's recommendation
0: Yes, like, you need to have this entire thing down within three hours. You
1: should have just said, listen, I'm a bad boy in my college days. I, I couldn't hide them anymore, and I just kind of chugged the whole thing. <laughs> I had to get x-rays or whatever. Yeah, I think they were x-rays. I, that would make sense. On my stomach, because mm-hmm. I used to get these, like, stomach pains. Turns out I've got, like, a little turn in my intestines. But mm. um, I had a drink just something that was going to make my intestines glow. I'm sure people oh. that have done this before know what it's called. I forget it what it's sounds like
0: called. fun. Probably was, uh, Soul Glow.
1: That's So what I was asking is, that was really gross. Like, it was hard to take down because it was just disgusting. It was like, almost tasted like this, like, gel kind of. It was just gross. Was yours good, at least?
0: Uh, Not bad. I could at least put some of that, like, Mio stuff in it. But there was one, like, your, your nightcap on your uh, prep, is magnesium citrate which is just like I don't even know how to, it, it was almost uh, I mean citrate obviously acidic just gross I mean it that was that was bad but the rest was doable but choked it down got it through got a clean bill of health everything's fine so happy that happened but it didn't make for uh an awkward sunday but hey we got the news out there uh and I guess now we can talk about it because uh I'm sure you spent a lot of time at length yesterday, but I was surprised, TJ, I I guess this is just kind of human nature in a lot of us to more so focus on the negative, but I was surprised how much attention was on the Joey Gatewood side of things uh, instead of the Will Levis thing. Like, I, I think it's a good thing that Kentucky found its quarterback this early into camp that somebody went out and took the job. I'm used to having... Uh, the sort of, well, we're it's our second scrimmage and we're waiting for somebody to go take the job. Like, it's a good thing we're not dealing with that because I think in past times you had one guy who probably had more talent but wasn't playing. I mean, like the Terry touchdown versus uh, Gunner Hoke. Like, Terry Wilson had more arm talent but wasn't as consistent, and wasn't playing consistent enough to win the job early in camp. I think it's a good thing that you're seeing a guy who's clearly the the right choice and Stoops is willing to make the decision this early in camp. I think it helps with the offense uh, to get a little continuity to know who the guy's going to be. And I, I I was just surprised that there was less talk about that and more talk about, can you believe Joey Gatewood's transferring again? Uh, that, that, that shocked me a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think part of it, though, is the Gatewood – thing is the here and now and he will be transferring and then he will be gone and mm-hmm. we we have weeks to talk about will levis to be the starter and so all right he's the starter that's awesome We'll we'll get to that. Joey Gatewood's transferring. Is that are, are we worried about quarterback depth? Is this why would he transfer? What's what's good? How do how are we supposed to feel about this? I think that one was like the more confusing of emotions, so it jumped to the front. Where the Levis news was okay, we've got that. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll discuss that for yeah. weeks and weeks to come, and we will for sure. But we will Levis for sure. Dang. And. uh I, I, I'm I'm all right with Joey Gatewood news because it was surprising. I think we knew that Will Levis also was going to be the starter. I think anybody that was kind of paying attention, well, that was pretty clear coming from different reports and and whatnot, and even Vince coming out and basically saying as much. So yeah, I, I think that was less surprising than the Joey Gatewood news. So I think that was probably going to jump jump to the forefront. Uh, you, I I I, I kind of called you out a little bit. And I don't think it'd be fair just to say this to your back if you weren't listening yesterday. But you to tweet that, like, it's not surprising at all Joey Gatewood was transferring. You never mentioned that one time.
0: Uh, I mean, I may not have mentioned it publicly because, you know, part of
1: – But we did talk about, like, the possibility. Some of these guys,
0: like, of, like, you know, not wanting to be mean. <laughs> but, I mean, here, here's the thing. He got recruited to play in the offense that Eddie Graham had the let's do a lot of mesh read zone stuff uh he didn't even play full-time quarterback in high school he split reps with another guy who threw it more he did more of the running stuff I don't I don't think we should be too surprised that when Liam Cohen comes in and he's running a different kind of offense that it doesn't fit Gatewood well um, I said along with many others that I wasn't buying the stuff before camp that actually Joey's got a chance, yada, yada, yada. Now. Uh, and, and then when we watched him, what was it at that open practice few weeks back? Like he didn't play well. I think we were pretty clear on that. Uh, I, when I initially when, when Matt broke the news, the question was, is Gatewood going to transfer or not? Um, and for me, I think the the reason why, I you know, maybe I didn't go out there and say, well, uh, Gatewood's going to transfer if he doesn't win the job is because I don't know, like, what he thinks of himself. Stoops said he believes he can be a power five quarterback elsewhere. Maybe he can't. I I don't know where exactly that is. I I know that the offense needs to be a good fit for him because he's obviously never going to be a let's throw it 35 times a game kind of guy. But there's also a, like it it, it, let's say it doesn't work out for him and and he can't find his way in the portal maybe he's better suited off like if he wants to play professionally maybe if he he's got to be a tight end maybe that suits him best he was an athlete in school I know we get the the receiver to tight end position changes all the time uh or God Jackson should play a wide receiver but like I don't know if he's a Power 5 quarterback. Maybe he's a G5 quarterback. Maybe he can go to the fun belt and be really good there. I mean, I I, I think that that is certainly – like uh, Georgia Southern runs that uh, kind of triple option stuff. He could be awesome there. But can he do it at the Power 5 level and can he go to the NFL? I don't know. That's maybe where my hesitations were. But for a lot of people who – like our old souls out there who are – I, I think a lot of them don't wrap their minds around the the nat, the nature of quarterbacks transferring all the time. Even though it's been 20-some-odd years since Dusty Bonner got beat out by Jared Lorenzen and then transferred and went on to win a national championship and player of the year at the FCS level. Like, this has been going on forever, yet there is a certain segment of college football fans that you commit to a school, you stay to it. It's the same people who, like, call me on signing day when he signs a pen to paper. Like, kids transfer all the time. Uh, I I mean, gate would transfer to Kentucky. So I, I didn't understand the kind of neg, like, like, you know, wish him well. He wasn't, he, he he wasn't going to play here. I mean, Bo Allen played better than him. We saw him, Bo Allen's better fit for this offense. And he was probably going to be in the second guy. Best of luck to Joey on the way out. That, 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 that's part of maybe where my bigger questioning was, is the I can't believe he would transfer again. Quarterbacks transfer all the time. That was even before the portal. Now we've got the portal; it's more active than ever ever before. He's got a week to where he's not going to lose a year uh, by enrolling in UK for fall classes. So, uh, best of luck to to Gatewood on his in his next stop.
1: Yeah, I, that's uh, I I I hear you on that. I I just um, I was a little surprised because we were we were we were talking about it about gate would potentially transfer in or whoever didn't win the job potentially transferring. And I, I, I had kind of come to the conclusion that if we had made it to fall that, all right, the quarterback rooms probably set. But that also is probably that, – that could be a compliment to Kentucky. They're like, hey, we knew that it was going to be Will Levis and we didn't want to handcuff somebody that didn't want to be here just to play games with everybody. So, maybe that was also part of it. I, that, that's another benefit of them announcing this early is for Joey Gatewood. But I think you brought up a good point. And he got beaten out at Auburn. Now he's been beaten out of Kentucky by a guy who wasn't even here for the spring for what it's mm-hmm. worth. And you are right about the committing to a different offensive coordinator is – is not a small potato sort of deal. So he could go to another college, go to the group of five and be a quarterback or small power five. And we see NFL quarterbacks all the time come from small colleges. uh, You've got Joe Flacco and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Jared Goff wasn't well known at at his college for the most. You know, you, you get those small potato quarterbacks from time to time and they can work out. But if Joey Gatewood's already been beat out two places, how do you think he's going to do in an nfl quarterback room if he were to even make it that far like it's it's a it's a cutthroat business there's only 32 starting nfl quarterbacks really in the world and then you maybe add an extra 64 backups potentially even if you're talking practice squad to some degree right that's how many are getting paid to play football at the quarterback position It ain't a lot of them for Joey Gatewood. So if I'm Joey Gatewood and his family, Roush, I do agree with you that I'm probably having a long, hard discussion about, do you see yourself having a a professional career in football? Okay. Or do you want to? Is that that still your dream? Which I'm sure it probably is. Then we need to strongly consider about finding a different route there because the quarterback position – not impossible that he could break through. Players get better over time, Roush. Like I said, we got a lot of surprising NFL quarterbacks that we didn't know a lot about at this stage of Joey Gatewood's career. But can hell, even at Kentucky, you know, they're a little short on tight ends. Isaiah Cummings is really turning heads. Maybe he couldn't be too far away from potentially competing, not if not this season, next season. Uh I or if you or you go somewhere else and you start fresh and you try a different position at that place I, I that i think is a bigger discussion versus where do i need to go to be quarterback i think because it, it odds are he's not going to be an nfl quarterback
0: right right which that's why i think it would actually if if, if i'm gatewood i'm like okay well Place like Georgia Southern, that that was just one I rattled off. But an FIU, or he's from Jacksonville, getting closer to home, playing somewhere warm, playing a lot, running the football. Like that would just be more fun. And you know what? Maybe you do turn it on, and all of a sudden, you like something clicks, and with that extra playing time or whatever, maybe you do get a a, a better look at the NFL. I don't know. I I just I had a uh, when when all this quarterback competition stuff like. I was definitely taken aback when Will Levis entered the portal. And, you know, I mean, you heard my reaction live on air uh, about just how shocked I was back then. But throughout the summer, like, it's becoming, it's, ever since then, it's become more and more clear that Levis was going to ultimately be the guy. And, man, on media day, we had one of the most awkward interviews with Gatewood, like, one of the most awkward. And I think that's when he, he knew then, I think that like his time was numbered. They were gonna give him a chance in a preseason scrimmage uh, to be able to do something. And it, it just, I mean, Stoops said it, like Levis threw a 65 yard touchdown on his first play. Kind of hard to to beat that. So uh, the job is his and I'm actually in Lexington today because they're opening up practice for the media. So we'll get to watch Levis slinging around as QB1 uh see how he interacts with his teammates and uh very very excited very excited it's it's fun to watch football and talk about it instead of just share whatever they're telling you so we'll we'll get a lot of the updates and practice throughout this afternoon and uh man can't wait
1: yeah uh that's awesome and as much crap as I give Mitch Barnhart and I'm quick to do it and happy to do it cuz he certainly deserves it just a reminder Mitch Barnhart Hasn't spoke since June to the media and has no scheduled media opportunities, availabilities planned, which is just absolutely wild as a new athletic and academic year starts for the University of Kentucky. But hats off to UK football after completely botching it in the spring and under understandable circumstances with the pandemic going on and vaccine distributions and all that sort of stuff. But still – should have been better and they know that and the and the fans were upset rightfully so about the, the way they handled the spring hats off to you all the supposedly fan day was a big success and getting to be able to just watch some football everybody loved it the media loved it and then now you're doing another open practice that's very cool on uk's part and i can't wait to hear the reports roush i wish i could get up there and see it myself
0: yeah i uh really excited. and then also just to hear some pads popping whenever we were out there for fan day. I believe it was helmets only at the time. so you know we'll we'll get some not full tackling, but yeah, we'll get we'll get a lot more uh, lot more bank head busting out there. so uh very excited, very excited
1: yeah, that that will be cool. and don't go blowing it any media members they they have rules. I don't think you're allowed to like report update after update or like, you know, on yeah, the, on the, we, on the second updates, but, and if there's an injury, you're not allowed to write about it till they tell you about it. So there are some stipulations. So don't go, don't I go ruin it.
0: I definitely got in trouble last time too, because you weren't supposed to share anything until after practice. And so after practice, I shared some like I, I as soon as practice was over, I had my stuff ready. And uh, that was apparently still too quick uh I, I still was jumping the gun too much i
1: remember i remember that yeah, yes yeah uh I, you know i think brunch practice is over you go, go to town
0: yeah well you know i was i was maybe just a little bit more proactive than others so
1: yeah i don't have an issue with it all right let's go to a break we'll come back a lot more to get to on today's show i still i, I mentioned it yesterday roush and we never got to it i kind of want to mention the mark story story about the uk uofl rivalry Uh, That stood out to me. There's been a few little quotes here and there. We've got a U.K. basketball update. There's plenty to get to on today's show. You're not going to want to go anywhere. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Jay Walker and Nick Roush, Douglas the producer. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
1: No, the guy with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. He wakes up in the morning. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Roll Radio, 96.1 FM, fourteen fifty. Hey, I'm TJ Walker and Nick Roush here on your Tuesday morning. Appreciate you spending it along with us. A lot to get to on today's show. Plenty of text. It's the Taco Tuesday, 502-414-1450. Roush, why do we call it a Taco Tuesday?
0: Because Salserita's has the best tacos, and that's all we want to eat every single Tuesday. That's right. Tacos. (laughs) Salceritas. it. <laughs> uh, th- they do have two locations so it's convenient anywhere in town whether you're near St Matthews or Middletown uh that's where you can get the best tacos they've got a drive through in Middletown really convenient if you download the app before you go to you'll save some bucks uh there's plenty of promo codes they're sending they're sending you free Salserita's bucks any day of the week the only thing is though TJ uh, pardon me, but sometimes I skip the tacos on Taco Tuesday and just go straight for the nachos because they have the most wildly addictive chips. Does that still count as a Taco Tuesday? We'll count it. Okay, we will count it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but I do, however, rec- recommend it. Get the chips on the side too, so they don't get all soggy. Salsarita is the best, the freshest Mexican you'll find anywhere. Salsarita is deliciously different. It's funny
1: how many Mexican foods are basically just the same but they're called different names by the hardness or softness of the, mm-hmm. the shell. Okay, I mean nachos technically like what's the difference between a nacho and a hard taco?
0: Uh yeah, I mean like it's it's basically an open faced hard taco. It it, it, really, yeah. is. it really it really really is. And like the same thing with like a, a burrito or a oh, I can't even well, I mean even well, like they, a quesadilla they, they, a burrito
1: a quesadilla nachos they're technically kind of all the same thing i mean just, and
0: then you have the burrito chimichanga is just a deep fried burrito you know yeah like, that's a good point then, so but either way the texture does make a significant difference yeah yeah
1: yeah i'm that's, a big texture uh,
0: guy with my food
1: it's, it's that's, that's why i like to roll
0: with nachos that's yeah. interesting
1: to me They've got two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. Go check them out. Download the app. That's Salsa Rita's. Okay, Roush, I guess first, uh, I know you were really wanting to weigh in on the trademark battle between Team Kentucky and the University of Kentucky.
0: No, no. Uh, I left my lawyer, cap at home. Sorry.
1: Yeah. What, who, what's going on there?
0: I, I don't. I mean, who cares? Like, Uh, seriously yeah and it's also one of those things too like if you're the university of kentucky have you ever i've never seen one thing branded team kentucky and also as for the state like they don't do they even use that that much anymore like that was an early covid thing but
1: i think they do um, or at least there's like merchandising and stuff like that. And I and what I had read is that there there was some ruling where like Kentucky did have like total control over the word. The University of Kentucky um did, but it was like something completely separate many years ago, whatever it may have been. But who who cares? UK if they're using Team Kentucky, no, I mean, you know, no no offense, but like. I-
0: it's the, it's the state it's the name of a state like yeah. you're getting into the uh, i forgot what we had this discussion over about a year ago because it was something similar like trademarking something that everybody knew you know like it's
1: a well we got well, into it with your former ex-boss
0: oh yeah
1: yeah where it well, was we was like kentucky it. sports i think we actually kind of agreed to be honest but yeah they were just using the uk logo for for like watch parties and UK, yeah. was like, hey, it ain't official watch party. It's don't use time. our
0: logo. Right, right. So, okay, you don't do that for the official logos, but it's the this state isn't,
1: of Kentucky. The, yeah, this isn't the official logo. It's different words. <laughs> I like. I, 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 just hate that time is being wasted on this on both sides, and that money's being wasted on this on oh, both man. sides. And lawyers are
0: just cashing in.
1: Oh yeah, but UK, let let this one slide. Like if if Bashir isn't reelected, then you've got two more years of Team Kentucky being for a. And then, worst case, they may say, "Well, it's a slippery slope." Then people are going to start saying Team Kentucky and make it blue and white, and uh, well, then it's the name of the state, buddy. Like you're not the only team in Kentucky, UK. Believe it or not. So, waste. Of t- uh, uh, we both agree. Waste of time and stupid.
0: Yep. Yep. Very dumb. Lawyers just keep getting rich, the bastards.
1: <sighs> they bastards. really, really do. Uh, what's the, the Michael worst, Scott- kind of lawyers
0: are? big bag daves oh um
1: what's the michael scott lawyer joke that he says
0: i wish i knew and i wish i could think of the guy's name too that's on the billboards it's going to be his personal representation
1: well yeah Uh, then he finds out that they have the the company lawyers defending him (laughs) and then the guy's like i did a lot of paperwork (laughs) michael's (laughs) like i think we kept this under an hour
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, that's
1: that's good stuff all right roush what do you got
0: Uh, what what do I got? What do you got?
1: Well, I had the, uh, the lawsuit stuff, obviously.
0: Oh, okay. That's what you brought to the table. Okay.
1: No, I've got other little quick hitters. Isaiah Jackson had another great game in Summer League. Yeah, he- he, Come to a close.
0: Yeah, today's the last day of Summer League. He was his last game yesterday. Uh, set the block record. Had seven swatted shots in one game, which, uh, stop me if you've heard that before. Uh, former Kentucky Wildcat good at blocking shots.
1: Yeah, gosh. I, I, I so desperately wish he would have came back for another year. I know it probably wasn't likely, all things considered, but oh, would have been real nice, Clark, to have a, a sophomore Isaiah Jackson. He probably just would have been mm. one of the better players in college Man. basketball.
0: The bee's knees, some would say.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Gosh. Uh, but he, he's doing well, and then Emmanuel quickly finished up his summer league as well, he was pretty dominant for his his sophomore summer league campaign. That'll probably be the last time he'll go through that. Uh, mm-hmm. And was really, really good. So, congrats to the former Cats. Uh, summer league's kind of fun. Kind of yep. an underrated watching experience. Just because you'll you'll run into names you haven't seen or heard about in a very long time.
0: Yeah, and I did find it. Uh, there was an article on ESPN that it was like, yeah. Uh, you know, he had 14, uh, I think it was like 16 points in against the hawks to force a game seven like what was he doing here (laughs) i i guess you want to give him some reps and he i think he only played the first two games or something like that but there was kind of a like we know this guy's good did you really need to see him play some more um but you know they they didn't force him to play a ton so i get it but uh makes sense It, it does make sense like hey this guy very good at football uh no reason to to put him out in limbo and play in the summer league forever he's he's exactly what the sixers need somebody in the backcourt who's not afraid to shoot the basketball
1: yes uh ideal from guards to be able to shoot the ball or have the the cojones to shoot the ball if you will and that's uh certainly not a player on this not a certain player on the 76ers uh, okay so summer league I don't. We couldn't get much mileage out of that. That's understandable. I'd mentioned yesterday, and I'd already brought it up. I, the Mark Story story. If you didn't read it, it's from a few days ago now. At this point, August fourteenth. But just the title is the Kentucky Louisville football rivalry stands at a tipping point in twenty twenty one. Which I feel like the the title of the article overall is hyperbole because every year is a tipping point in that rivalry when you're only playing once a year. Like mm-hmm. it, the team that wins it is going to have the momentum for another 12 months and they should have momentum on the recruiting trail for 12 months, assuming they don't completely blow it. But that's uh, that's generally not the case in this rivalry. But it, so the overall sentiment of it, I think that's kind of normal that, yes, you want to win the rivalry game because you're going to you're going to be the the, the top the top dog program for a year. If you do that, or at least you'll have bragging rights and and you'll be able to sell that on the recruiting trail, but he just kind of broke down the rivalry via at least the last two years, just from a number standpoint that I think we know Kentucky has completely dominated U of L the last couple meetings, but you hear, you hear these numbers and, and also it's worth remembering that we are two years removed. We didn't have a game in 2020, but just, just, just listen to some of this. Uh, in the last two games, Kentucky's rushed for eleven touchdowns. Man, that's, that's crazy.
0: Two games, eleven uh,
1: rushing touchdowns.
0: And he he also tallied them up. That five of those, the ball carrier never got touched by a U of L player.
1: Not, 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 get touched. Touched. <laughs> not touched in the slightest, like not even a fingertip <laughs> on the Jersey. And he even broke down the distance of those runs seven, seven yard <laughs> run. That's not down. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, seven yard run. That's understand. You know, the defender whiffs and that he rushes in for a touchdown that happens a six yard run. Same thing that happens, but listen to these bad boys, 46 <laughs> yards. Nobody even touched. I think that was Lynn Bowden. Nobody even touched him 64 yards, not touched. And 75 yards where a U.K. player was not touched. That's crazy. Five of the 11 touchdowns, Roush, a U.K. player wasn't touched.
0: Well, and I know that in this rivalry, thing, like the, the scales, they shift back and forth dramatically pretty quickly. But I, I think we need to uh, – we've done this pretty clearly in recent years, but it has been – so lopsided, like that, that has to be as lopsided as it's
1: been since maybe U of L and like oh five, like that, right. you know, like the early Bush game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was gonna say that.
0: early Petrino because a lot, you know, a, a lot of those games, it, you know, few, few, few possessions here or there, and it, it could go to either team. I know Lamar had a crazy game at the Kroeg in his last go around, but it still wasn't like that. It wasn't guys aren't getting touched for 60 yard touchdowns. Like they were getting completely beat up in the trenches and that illustrates it that like Kentucky's offensive line was just completely bullying U of L. They just were like, and it wasn't even close.
1: In an embarrassing fashion when you break down those numbers, but it wasn't just the offensive line. Mark story continues while you, while outscoring U of L, 101 to 23. And I mean that—that's just like that. Yeah, fun that's story. crazy in its own right. UK has pinned eight quarterback sacks and a whopping twenty-one tackles for loss on Louisville. Like this is different. This isn't like SEC-ACC differences. This is like FCS versus, oh, yeah, and, versus and, uh, bowl
0: football. And to your point, too, Terry. It's been guys getting like their first career sacks. I want to say JJ Weaver, that was maybe his first career sack. And he was, that was when he was a true freshman. Like there were, there was a couple guys where this was there it, when you're looking at guys rising up the depth chart, they're getting their first significant wins and like, not his first two career tackles for loss against Louisville. Like that, that's what it's been like. As if your jaw
1: hasn't already dropped. Allowed Mark's mark story to continue UK still has two offensive line starters that are part of these bloodbaths and folks it doesn't stop there because they have four starters on the defensive front that have been a part of those bloodbaths
0: oh um wait no 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 I've read
1: I I, I misread yeah, yeah. that one they I think yeah. they have two defensive players together uh because Devontae Robinson played in 2019
0: yeah and I believe who Cooper, else on the defense you know, in 2019? I thought some those one secondary, more. yeah, yeah, um, Not yeah, but, but anyways, continue, right? Right, 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 yeah. But uh, on the
1: offensive line, you got to the defensive front is different from a starter standpoint,
0: correct? Correct, but you still have a lot of the good guys. I'm actually excited to watch some of those guys. I kind of skimmed over them last time, but you know, like Justin Rogers getting reps in at Nose, uh, Octavius Oxendine's been playing pretty well, so looking forward to watching those guys today.
1: Hey, what's the latest on uh, Eric Taylor? Uh,
0: I don't know. Um, there's been know a, that...
1: there's been some flirting on the social media, following, following back, all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think a, a lot of it is, in that case, like do do we want it? Do we need it? Uh, he he fits the bill of a lot of those guys they recruited in his class, the kind of Justin Rogers, where they're real big, but. As you, you know, when you saw Kentucky get the commitment from uh, Tamiwa Durazal on Sunday, which Ward uh, knows if I'm saying that right or wrong, they're focusing on link with a lot of other guys. Um, so I, I don't – and Taylor, he's more of the big, bulky guy. So I don't know if he fits what they want in some of the guys they're recruiting. Uh, they might be content with what they have. So I don't. I don't know if they want to spin a transfer on something that they feel good about right now. Uh, I will say to, to Miwa, he he really, like, he's 6'5", 255. Like, that guy, he, it's kind of like the guys they sign in this class, Sanders and, uh, oh, who's the kid? Uh, Jamarius Dinkins, where there's a lot of length there. Uh, they can play either that five technique or the three technique defensive tackle. And as Derek Terry said in his practice report, like, those guys as good as as much as we talk about the big blue wall, those two true freshmen, they were just Kentucky couldn't run anything with against the scout team when they were going forwards because they were just blowing everything up. So good to hear that those freshmen have a promising future. I think uh, to me, well, it kind of fits that bill. So that's why I'm a little bit pumping the brakes on Taylor. I haven't dug in as much on how much UK likes him and how much they're going to be interested in him. But just based off of that, it makes me a little hesitant to say, like, well, another LSU transfer, come on up.
1: Yeah, so Eric Taylor is a LSU defensive tackle. He was a four-star in 2020, one of the uh, top players in Alabama in that class. So good, good. Obviously, just didn't work out at LSU. In a lot of these transfer situations, you you've heard rumors about you know is he would does he have some some problems or would he be a problem in a locker room and all that sort of deal? And Kentucky's coaches have started following him. On social media, seems like Kentucky at least is going to reach out, make a make a connection, see if there's any interest there. But Florida State, Georgia, Alabama, uh, they were the they were also kind of the runners up in his recruitment. Eric Taylor was a popular name for Kentucky during the recruiting trail, so this hasn't come completely out of the blue. And by the way, Roush, a texter was nice enough to provide a pronunciation: Tomiwa Durogey.
0: Durejywa, okay. Durejywa, Durejywa, Durejywa.
1: I think I was just oh. doing the Durej, but it's Durejywa. Gotcha. Okay. All right.
0: We'll stick to that. Yeah. So that's that's Dur-Jay-wa. what one. That's what I, I like I like just about. calling him Tom, Tomiwa too. Tomiwa, kind of like great. Yeah. yeah. Those are those are cool names. Like yeah. first uh, Delaware player and uh, Jeff Drummond had it like 20 years or something like that. I mean, just crazy one
1: Crazy. of my U-L friends didn't like that i lumped lamar jackson into small potatoes colleges that was the joke buddy that was the joke
0: oh wait a little fan didn't get a joke <laughs> oh boom roasted <laughs> suck it
1: gus oh, gus isn't of L fan we've talked about this he
0: oh, is a notre dame
1: just... he's a notre dame football oh, and a so he's... he's a notre dame football and a unc basketball fan
0: so he's the worst kind of human
1: <laughs> uh he's got some of the worst fandom tendencies I, I would say i would say that that's probably accurate
0: i will say that anytime your, uh you know anytime one of your friends has a bad take they're just a gus
1: you you, you you've been tough on gus i i think your paths are going to cross at some point what if gus is mad at you
0: then we'll throw down <laughs> we'll do straight we'll, we'll 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 tie hands with a belt and you know Jetson, Jetson. jets and, <laughs> jets and what, was, what was the other name the the sharks will just ja ja
1: you, dancing you know, with our knives you know he was the same football player buddy he, yeah. he was he was a wide receiver though so
0: oh he probably would he had to play sprint football at Bellerman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to make a reference that he wouldn't get any catches
0: oh well, you know.
1: By the way, male number one in 6A. It goes, male, St. X, Trinity, manual. Step it up, rest of the state. Suck it.
0: Yeah. Suck it. Interested to, uh, I, I know interested to see things can be boring, but Trinity, first year without Bob Beatty. Lost some talent, so... uh
1: I was talking to somebody that is very close to the staff there. They, I wouldn't expect them really necessarily to say anything different, but they're like, we ain't, we're not skipping a beat. He was like, we lost a lot. So this year it's, you know, we, could we win state? Maybe, but are we the favorites? No. And, uh, but said that this guy is not, they're not going to drop off
0: would really expect him uh, to say
1: I wouldn't really expect him to say anything differently for what it's worth, but right, uh, right, right, that right. a lot Trinity has like all the confidence in the world. What's his name again?
0: No idea. No idea at all. Um I'm just saying he was the defensive coordinator. <laughs> that, that's about it. Did you did you hear anything about the Douglas St. Next scrimmage? It got canceled. Oh, it got canceled. Was it COVID? We- no weather? We-
1: weather. It was like oh. storm storming on and off. They just couldn't it would like be clear for 40 minutes and then there'd be lightning. So they just couldn't get a good, oh, man. they couldn't That's get a it It was a bummer. That's a bummer. Was probably a bummer for both teams too. Not to be able to kind of
0: learn some more get things. Get a good look it. out there too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, that was, a, I was like looking at updates. And I was like, I cannot believe these people aren't tweeting about this game. Like I thought for sure they would be. And then I went to the school's accounts and they had, uh, they they had to cancel it, unfortunately. So we'll see. I don't know who, even Saint x opens up with but i know they got mail shortly like mail isn't too far away so that's gonna be a big game at Saint x this year uh, yeah. which is exciting Jake cobb by the way
0: oh okay Jake cobb best jay- of luck to you mr cobb
1: jay corn cobb Saint x is gonna get you all right let's uh maybe do our daily
0: double break here Ooh. Ooh, I like a little Daily Double action.
1: Dude, the Daily what Double... What is... The texts are pouring in. Bells. People pe- people are starting to wake up. Get on over to KRC. It's the equivalent of their morning coffee. A lot of texts coming in, so we're going to have a jam-packed second hour with that. You're... Oh, Kyle. let looks Daily Double coming up next and we'll be back after that.
0: Someone always playing Corporation games. Who
1: cares? They're always changing. Cooperation games. We just want to dance
0: here. Someone sold the stage. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
1: Welcome back, Hour number 2 of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Roll Radio. Roll 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Douglas, the producer here on your Tuesday morning. Appreciate you being tuned in or downloading the podcast, listening wherever you're listening to KRC. Leave a rating and review. Join us on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. All that good stuff. We are thankful to have you. We're thankful for the people that have texted on the show, 502-414-1450. We'll get to a lot of those here in this hour. We'll get to all of them here. In this hour and we hope that you get to genesis diamonds asap because right now you can save an extra 20 percent on all gia certified diamonds buy like a dealer buys at this once in a year event all shapes all sizes don't miss the best prices of the year on all gia diamonds at genesis that's on shelby road next to trader joe's all right roush fun first hour
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had a good time i concur, I concur.
1: But I'm ready to read more text an hour, too.
0: Ooh, I am as well. Um, but first, I got to ask you, uh, did you see the the first big team-wide nil deal that the Kentucky basketball team is doing?
1: Yes, but I, I'm confused. And I'm sure you're going to fill me in and and tell me the things I don't know about it. Because there. it basically sounds like it's going to be kind of like a Big Blue Madness, but the players are going to get paid, and it's not Big Blue Madness.
0: Yeah, it's an early Big Blue Madness. Big Blue Madness Part 1. But instead of regular Big Blue Madness 2, do they normally do, I mean, it changes every year, but I I think we're getting a different format where it's not, like, I I don't remember doing a three-point, Do they do a three-point competition at Big Blue Madness? They do a dunk contest. I remember Hero wearing the Rex Chapman shirt or jersey, and people lost their minds. I thought they
1: did, like, a three-point contest one time.
0: Yeah. Maybe they did
1: it, like, the last time we had a normal season, but it's been so long that we've just forgotten about it.
0: Right, right. But, yeah, essentially, this is, like, their version of, hey, uh, we're just going to do this before school starts. Let fans come to Rupp. Let them see us we'll kind of do Big Blue Madness light where, you know, it's a little bit less of the, the hubbub, I'm sure. Like, I don't, I don't think we'll get all of the pyrotechnics and, you know, we're not going to get, I guess Matthew Mitchell isn't dancing anymore anyway, but it's basically going to be a Big Blue Madness light, um, but an earlier way to go and see the team. Where uh, you pay fifteen bucks and you know that your your money is going straight towards the players. So I, I was curious what they would charge for it. And yeah, for $15, 20 bucks, like that's not bad at all. Like if I had a you know if Duke was a little bit older, perfect time to to go you know get it get a seat close to the floor and let him watch the, the the basketball team up close in person before things get crazy.
1: Yeah, so I, I would one I would just be curious the. Like how much are these players getting paid?
0: And is it all yeah, of them? I, I don't know what the the kind of cut is. Um and I, you know, who knows how much it costs to rent out Rough, but I'm sure if they you know, like part of the pitch was well, if we can get ten thousand people, you'll each make a couple grand, kind of thing. That that would be my guess. But you know, I'm just guessing here.
1: It doesn't look like Oscar Shoeboy is on the list. Oh, it says additional student-athletes to be added soon. So, okay, so I'm guessing this is probably just like a – They hadn't dotted their T's and crossed their I's. Yeah, Yep. exactly, a paperwork sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, that'll be fun, and the date for that is August 29th, 1130. So it'll be a little early morning thing. uh, It's going to be a Sunday. Weird. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing it on a Sunday? People are going to go to church.
0: Yeah, yeah hey, you that's go nine, part of the weird to, part about it. Go to
1: nine o'clock mass.
0: I know they have railbird and stuff going on that day as well, so maybe they don't want to compete with other things happening around town. Um, mm, but yeah, wor- that's my guess.
1: I'm worried about the attendance at this bad boy, Roush.
0: I am too, but hey, I would, I, I would prefer early in the morning as well. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, you can go to early church. We got nine thirty at Saint Paul. It's all good. First. Personally, I I
1: agree as well. Early's fine with me, but I, most people don't agree with us. Yeah, sadly, that's true. they should. Yeah. Uh, so, but hey, they're going to get money. That's cool. Yeah,
0: pretty pretty
1: cool. Speaking of getting money, now that we got like a full a full lineup here on the Big X Sports Radio, good time to to, to sponsor that text line. Not a bad yeah. time to sponsor. It. Yeah, I would say it's a great time to sponsor. UK is going to Atlanta, so we're going to be having a good time. You're gonna, you're gonna want to be getting in on that gravy train. Let's, let's keep up with the text. Oh, um, I don't know where we're at. I'm just oh, gonna we do- are at the one that
0: says Tuesday. Right below it. It's, it's okay, Tuesday, there we go. And then we go to that and we start reading. It says, TJ, if the auto industry can't make chips, you think the game consoles can just make more? You obviously don't understand economics and the effects COVID has had on such things. Yeah, TJ, why don't you go get an economics degree, you dingus?
1: Obviously, you don't understand that I'm saying make more of them. Make more of them. What's so hard for you to understand about that? Make more of them. If you don't have enough, one thing I would do is make more of them.
0: Yep, that's a good point. You could just make more of them.
1: It seems like if I... Like if I was hungry, I'd go eat. If I needed more chips for games and for cars, I'd make more chips.
0: If you wanted more chips to eat too, and you were hungry, boom! Two <laughs> two birds, one stone. sauceritas <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> missed the end of the show, so it may have been covered. But the pronunciation: Tomiwa Durojeyi. Durojeyi.
0: Tomiwa Durojeyi.
1: I gotta. I'm gonna have to like. I'm going to need to save that. Well, yeah, I'm going to need a refresher on that at
0: some point. No, definitely. There's no doubt about oh, it.
1: Oh, you can get this next one around.
0: Okay. Uh, Texer says, Hot take, Big Blue Drew is so much better than Nick. BBD taking the wingman's possession? Suck it, Nick. Position. I'm kidding. Partly. You said possession. It's position. Well, you know, I'm not as good as Big Blue Drew. He would have said it correctly. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, Big Blue Drew did great. Ralph's happy to have you back though. And then as much as it pains me to say, I'll be happy to get old Hoosier dingus back next week. It'll be good to get the gang back together.
0: Old scoots. Magoots. Yeah. I'm uh yeah. and shout out to Kentucky Krog for the great iTunes review. That was pretty funny. That was especially awesome, all, yes. all of the, uh, sc- scooter mm-hmm. <laughs> nicknames And and you know what? That's one of those things too, that like nicknames, you can't force them. It's gotta happen naturally. So if you don't want to be called scooter, don't wreck a scooter. And hurt your elbow to where you can't play golf for a few weeks.
1: That's it's how you a, get that. Don't, don't, don't do it. You need <laughs> yeah. more. You need more. You need more chips. Make more chips. You don't want to hurt yourself on a scooter. Don't ride a scooter.
0: Or be uh, a dingus riding a scooter. Speaking of bad nicknames, do we think that the writing should have been on the wall for Gatewood whenever some reporter who will not be named called oh. him Joey Fintal?
1: Oh, oh man, yeah, that's a good point.
0: That's a good point. What,
1: what went right for him after that name? One, thing.
0: I mean, in that same interview too, I also asked him if he was concerned about COVID and like the world shut down three days later. So maybe I was just, I jinxed Joey Gatewood out of Lexington. Uh, you somehow have to get like this redemption
1: interview where you either apologize or call <laughs> him Joey Finstile again. I don't know which one it is, but so we need to we need to get this uh, yeah, gotta this get voodoo out of here.
0: Got to get it out of there. Uh, no kidding. I w- I will say from just a purely like there there's selfish reasons why I'm happy it's going to be Levis. Dude is very charismatic and eloquent in his interviews. Now, granted, Joey Gatewood's never just been past the baton as starter. Like, he's he's always been in some sort of competition where he's very guarded in his words. So, um, but, hell, Levis was in a similar boat last year at Penn State. So, um, but he seems a little bit more loosey-goosey when it comes to talking. We're going to speak with him today. And uh, just, you know, excited to hear a guy talk. He He's definitely not afraid to show his personality on TikTok. My God, that... The video of him eating the banana. There, the, I love some of the takes on the KSR Facebook page.
1: We we've got to, that that we don't need to.
0: Be I, I'm, I'm sorry, be you broke up there that. for me for a second. We don't we, we don't, don't need what TJ.
1: We don't need to be highlighting that video.
0: Why? It's it's a funny video.
1: No, it's not funny. Why is it not funny? It's just it's disturbing. He's a quirky guy. You know? Yeah, you don't he do does the, some that, weird that, things. That's the no. One time when I was four, maybe I was five. I was going to a Saint X football game. And I had, I guess, my first apple that wasn't cut up for me. And I ate the whole thing, core included. Ate, oh, ate great. All of it. Great. My aunt was my aunt was reaching back and my aunt Carol and she said, All right, where's your old cores? And I, I didn't know what she was even talking about. That was French to me. They didn't know what a core was. And I just was like, I, I, are we not supposed to eat the whole thing? And uh oh boy, I thought I like, thought I was going to have an apple tree grow inside of me. I thought I was in big trouble. <laughs> and but I, I was four.
0: Will Levis, I was four years old. You are yeah. twenty
1: one. However old
0: he is, twenty. At least no, he's probably older. He's been he's like twenty two.
1: If you didn't see the video, Will Levis just eats a banana with the peel still attached. It's. Just like takes a bite, like you pick up a banana from the store without peeling it. You just go and you take a big bite of it. It's outlandish. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's irresponsible, I think, more than anything. And well, it needs to be stopped.
0: No, See, here's the thing, though. There are a lot of dangerous TikTok trends. I do not know them, but I just, like a parent, I get, you know, like fear porn on the news. Like, don't let your kids put batteries in water and then try to drink them. And it's like, uh, no, duh. But there are things like that that happen on TikTok that are just silly really dumb stupid but this is dumb but also a fun dumb you know it's not gonna hurt him i'm sure there's it's kind of like uh the potato skin or whatever it's good for you it's where all the nutrients are so you enjoy that banana peel i do well, love uh, that will
1: levis is going to have to get roush on the tiktok
0: oh god i know and i i don't i don't want that to be the case
1: yeah that's good stuff, though. You'll love TikTok. You could make some funny TikToks.
0: Yeah, no, I'm good.
1: You could be a talk star, buddy.
0: What if really, I, like, the entire time, you know, like, I, I was just holding back, and then three years late, I become a TikTok star as soon as it's going, by the way. Like, right when it's getting ready to get popular, it's like becoming a Vine star three months before they shut it yeah. down. You know, yeah. that, that would just, you know, that, that would be me. That would be my life.
1: They're, uh, well, uh, that, this, that's maybe a story for a Patreon. Um, all right. Another texter says, 5024141450 is the text line. Do you guys think teachers are underpaid? I'm sure there are some that are underpaid and some that are overpaid, just as any, pretty much any other career out there in the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, would I like my wife to be paid more? Sure. But <laughs> she makes pretty good money, you know, and there are ways to make more money too. And, like, she's doing a one-year program to to do that. You know, sweet. So, That's
1: exciting. Yeah. Way to go, way to go, Miss Roush.
0: Yeah. So she's she's getting after it. She's hustling. But uh, I think the I people also, that
1: truly care about making kids' lives better are, and uh, some agree, maybe underpaid. I think some just kind of enjoy that they get four months off out of the year, and yeah. those people maybe are either equally paid equally or maybe overpaid.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yes, you do have to deal with children, and that can be a headache. But like a lot of people like
1: dealing with children i don't and, think if you know, got into teaching you would have you'd have some sort of affinity for children
0: like obviously you're going to have to do some work outside of school but you know they aren't eight hour days like it's like eight to 245 or something and then you get your summers off you know and like so there's there's some perks you know and i think they get they get paid decently for them. i did find out too since i, I i'm having my first sales board meeting this week oh like boy. The, the private school teachers they get I mean, it's not exactly JCPS salary, but it's close. You know, like I I always thought they were grossly underpaid at private schools. It's, it, that's not necessarily the case. It's pretty close. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I forget you're on the board. So I, what else I are you going to re- do on the board? No, you are breaking up there for me a little bit, but that could have been on
0: my end and not your end. Who knows? The, uh, what's the, the next, text? next text says, uh, how many years of eligibility does Will Levis have? Three because of the COVID year. So Three years of eligibility, and I think Gatewood can still have three years of eligibility too for the COVID year. So, um, it seems like
1: Will Levis won't be playing college football though for three years.
0: Yeah, I mean, like best case scenario, who plays two and goes to NFL? Like, and you say, good, good on you. Um, and and here's the thing too, Texture. Like I, I know we've mentioned this before, but there is going to be a a, a uh, not a reckoning, but you know, a lot of guys. They're going to get to that age, and they're going to be ready to just be done with school. Yeah, I um, mean that was the decision we talked about a lot with Davion Mintz. Like, how much do you want to still be in college at twenty-four years old? So, hey, and he said, you
1: know what, I still want to be in college.
0: Yeah, I mean Luke Fortner, he's Mister College of all colleges. Like he's he's already got his master's degree, and he decided, you know what, I'll do some more school.
1: Yeah, and I will say, you know. I do think there's a pressure for people to, and, and athletes are different than the regular student body, but I, I don't remember. I remember a few people that were in college long. I just don't think in time in, in life, you'd look back and say, you know what? I, I, I did that extra year in college. I really shouldn't have, I should have gotten my life started sooner. Like at the time you think that stuff maybe, but history, you'll forget it. And you'll, if, if you don't forget it, you may be happy that you did it. So uh, go ahead and stay. We'll, if, stay forever will love us if you're good
0: yeah and, and that is a good point tj like how many times do you really want to <laughs> uh, uh, yes money's nice when you're 22 23 and like people are like oh look i'm traveling but you're only traveling because you had to take time off of your job to go do that
1: It's it's the rat race complex. You just see other people starting their lives and start making like adult money. And you're like, well, if I'm not doing that, I'm a failure. When in reality, it's like maybe you should just enjoy being young and being in that position more. But I don't know. I was happy to get done in four years. But if I had to do an extra year, I would not have minded. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed one victory lap. I think five really is the the perfect number. Then Sweet. getting into six, yeah, you know, yeah, I did five and a half. That half was it was mostly work anyway, but still kind of weird. The texter says Gatewood should
1: go to an FCS and pound on some little kids just to get the tape out there, just to get some tape out there.
0: Ooh, here's something that I definitely did say at one point, and this was a year ago uh i don't know which point during the fall but i remember saying something along the lines of whenever we were talking gentlemen's agreement and all that crap uh do you think maybe this is a xavier peter situations where we're kind of making a big deal out of something that shouldn't be a big deal like you got a guy who won't ever do anything here i do remember saying that at some point i i don't know if it was here i don't know if it was elsewhere but that is on the record somewhere so there was some skepticism from rash at one point ha Gotcha. Yeah. Joan, bring Home up the out Joan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any chance they name Bo number two so they don't lose him to the portal since he has more eligibility left? Maybe Gatewood is a little ahead of Bo, but they'd rather lose Joey than Bo.
0: Yeah, and I know my ex-boss kept saying, like, his his side of the story was different than uh, Stoops's. Stoops kind of said that they were going to be an oar. Um, and was pretty emphatic that like Bo earned the chance to be getting those second reps and split them up because I don't, I don't think they were playing games anymore. I think it really came down to Bo was just playing better. Like, that one open practice we got, Bo, like outside of a couple just crazy throws that Levis made, he was just as good as Levis. You know, Levis just had a couple more wow moments, and I think that's where you're at with him. The way that Stoops put it, he's... He's steady Eddie out there Bo is consistent um he makes the right reads he get a, gets it out of his hand quickly the ball just looks funny when Gatewood throws it and as one person put it like you know I'd kind of almost like to see uh how his how the ball comes out like like the ball comes out of his hand kind of weird and that could be because he has big hands and the ball tends to kind of know stuff so um uh, yeah I uh, I just I just think Bo is better a better passer. Like I don't know how good of a passer Joey Gatewood is.
1: Supposedly the inside sources, Roush and May, it, we didn't get to talk with you yesterday, but supposedly the inside sources were saying Bo was really good in Saturday scrimmage.
0: Yeah, which I totally buy. I totally buy that. Um, and it, and I think for him it, throughout this this whole process, I think they've always liked Bo, but the confidence and the arm strength to be able to make those throws that Levis is making now. Like it, you could see a similar path where two years from now, when he's four years into college, Allen's making those throws. And same thing with Levis, where he wasn't making those two years ago, you know, kind of deal. So um I I'm excited for Allen. I was buying those stunks early, did not sell them. So still holding on to them. Uh, you know, it's a long-term investment with with Bo Allen.
1: Yeah. Uh, we said that we hope to see him in game one and maybe a bow out. Hey, yeah it got about a similar reaction yesterday uh texter says suck it to nick roush is the perfect way to get off and they said that i said that to in er- yesterday's show i meant to get off the air i think um, you maybe dropped off part of the quote there
0: oh yeah right, it, it right. Uh, it's it's fake news roush you sure Brooke didn't text in the show hey <laughs>
1: Texter says, hey, Trevor, do you know whether or not synthetic urine works on drug tests?
0: <laughs> Isn't that just like a bad idea to try to fake it that way?
1: I've heard of people doing that.
0: Every person I know that's had the like, uh, I need to try to get by drug test. They just do the like, we're going to go in a deep cleanse and it almost always works.
1: Yeah, you. Just, I think water is the safe way to go. The the people that like will sneak in, urine, or do like fake urine. Yeah, you all are braver than me. I like my. <laughs> I would just take the L. Like I would just be like, I don't know what else to tell. Like, sorry, I. You know, it's legal in a lot of states. I was in one of those said states. Uh, I, I apologize. It's not like it's you know crack or anything like that it's but but i i i would not have the guts to like try to hide it sneak it tape it to my leg uh I, I wouldn't be able to do it trevor responded personally and said there may have been some advancements over the years in accurate testing but can say it did work in my loan experience back in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, we were in third grade. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's just, Man, funny to hear
1: out loud. It really is. Sheesh, what a what an animal that Trevor Kelsey is. You can hear him from three to six on Big X Sports Radio. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and have as long as we need to, to do these texts and uh, anything else that's on our mind on on this Tuesday. Mm. Running out of summer radio as football is barreling closer and closer towards us. Can't wait for it. We'll come back. We'll get to more text. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Mm -hmm. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Douglas, the producer.
0: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Ah, The best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo!
1: Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big S. Broke. Radio 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I'm glad it's not in the 90s, Roush, but it's still hot, sticky, humid. Wouldn't be a bad time to play a little golf indoors. Get some lessons, hit the driving range, get out of the weather, get out of sweating for a round, and enjoy a perfect climate-controlled round at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy over off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. Go to BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com to learn more. He's got the best rates in town for lessons. No player to advance. No, no, no beginner to inexperienced for bobby cook he could take somebody that's never picked up a golf club before and give you the basics and it'd be an actually great way to learn because you'd be starting off with the right grips and where you're where to place your hands and where to place your knees and legs and where to bend it's really not a bad idea for somebody who's never played golf before but has always wanted to to check out the bobby cook golf academy go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com awesome rates and there's sources that by the end of the month you're going to want to locked in your grandfathered rate if you think you may go multiple times but the beauty of bobby cook every lesson is recorded so you'll have that for safekeeping. and anytime you slip into some bad habits you can pop in the tape and learn what you need to learn to fix your golf game i've been playing a little better after the uh, the midsummer slump so that's been nice uh, but if i if i fall back in my old ways i'm i'm going to go see bobby cook there's no doubt about that. Roush we, i was planning on continuing the text line unless you had anything you wanted to add.
0: I don't think i have anything i need to add so how about we get to some more text.
1: Uh olivier sar had a double double i know we were mentioned i don't know if i did you mention that one?
0: I don't think i did too i just saw that as well 18 13 and 3. 18 points, 13 rebounds. So, and well and done, done, Olivia. DJ
1: Boston with 20 points for the Clippers. So, we talked a little summer league in hour one. There's an update because Jerry Tipton tweeted it out.
0: Wow. Good job, Jerry.
1: Way to go, Jerry. A couple references to Jerry today. Big show for Jerry.
0: Yep. Knew it would be.
1: A texter says, not trying to get all political, but where are your guys' thoughts with everything going on in Afghanistan?
0: Man, it's a bummer. Uh, that's a very kind of – like especially if I was somebody that fought over there and you spent 20 years, it's just like, Oh, so we finally decide we're going to leave. And it just all goes to hell just like that. I mean, I would be a, very upset if, if I was personally one of those folks who fought in that war or knew someone that fought in that war and lost their lives in it. I mean, it would be incredibly frustrating. Um, and I, I think the thing that I'm most disappointed is that When we went to wave the white flag, we were like, all right, enough's enough. Let's get out of there. We didn't have a good exit strategy to where, you know, there's, I don't know if necessarily stranded, but I mean, they had to bring in a ton of more Marines and stuff just to get people out of the embassy, you know? So it, it really looked like a real poop show over there. I mean, the fact that it fell just in like a weekend, it's like, come on, guys, really? We, you couldn't put up a little bit better fight against the Taliban. What have we been doing for 20 years to helping you, helping you get better at fighting against them? Like, come on.
1: Yeah, I, it's, it's obviously super complicated. I I guess my, my thoughts, prayers, my heart goes out to those people in Afghanistan, friends, the ones that were friends to America that were unable to get out. Uh, That's disappointing on our country's part to not fulfill those promises, but mostly thoughts are with American troops who do feel that way, who feel the way that like we wasted time. My, my buddy's life was, what did he die for? Like that, my heart breaks hearing those stories. And I I would just want to remind those people and give them a big old hug and tell them like, it was not in vain. You all kept America safe from terrorism. Nobody is ever going to forget 9-11. Nobody's going to forget how they were feeling that day. And for 20 years, you all were helping keep America safe from terrorism and It wasn't in vain and just because things didn't go the way that we wanted and afghanistan couldn't have a competent army and sadly protect themselves uh that's unfortunate but at at, at, there were parts of joe biden's speech yesterday i kind of agreed with i don't i do think we needed to get out of afghanistan but the planning for it seemed really really bad really really bad and you're hearing like military officials talk about just how uh, the, the whole goal
0: was just not to have the optics look like that. Yeah, and okay. then it just it completely backfired. It's like, and, we don't want another Saigon. Yeah. It's like, dude, we have the pictures that are, you know, side yeah. by side. They look eerily similar. It's like, you know.
1: But a let a service man or woman know that their service was not in vain if they feel that way because i i get why they could feel that way but it's ridiculous for them to to think that way because it's not true like i you know i can understand why they think that but they did protect our country for a long time it's just we we couldn't do it forever and we weren't going to stay forever so unfortunately mm-hmm. that that's kind of how the chips fell we could have done a better job we abandoned some people which is
0: really disappointing
1: but we I, i'm I'll be glad to have our troops home when we can get them home.
0: Yes. Uh, I aim into that. Um, and the, man, the images over there now too, just I know. crazy. So really, sad, especially, so. especially thoughts and prayers with all the, the women over there. Cause exactly. I know their lives not, not going to be the same.
1: Yep. Um, and they had experienced like two decades of uh, reading rates right. and women just going way up and all that good stuff. So yeah. I, cool.
0: I mean like the, the, the images of them painting over like, pictures of women's faces and stuff you're just like gosh yeah it's brutal yep it's tough absolutely it really brutal. is yeah uh moving gears uh texture says yeah <laughs> we, we gotta switch gears though and one person says are you all a fan of the new word font on twitter i don't think i am i actually meant to say something the other day i usually am a big hater whenever somebody changes things on social media but i actually love this change i, I don't know what it is but I feel like it's a little bit more palatable for my small brain, TJ. I like it. I don't care. It doesn't really matter to me one way or another. Did you notice the difference when they made it? Because it's a very subtle difference, I, you know? I
1: feel like it was probably like my third time opening the app before I noticed. But yes, I did eventually notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm I, 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 sad to admit it probably did take too long. Um, I was like, oh, I wonder when they did this. But who knows? A texter says, my man, Big Blue Drew, definitely had to have rocked the G-Shock back in the day. I wore the white G-Shock to all the parties in high school and thought I was so fresh pulling up to the party that realistically was about to get busted in 30 minutes. Ah, good times, good
0: times. Oh, and that was uh, our plumbing bro text of the day. Was that, were G-Shocks just like the shock shoes? Like the ones that have like- G-Shock was the big watch. That was like a digital watch. Oh, Um, That had the really big face on it they were just really gaudy yeah yeah i never never got into the g-shock thing um but and i also feel like too that that was maybe a little like big blue drew might have been a little too old for that people forget he's older much much older than us folks on the radio who are still in our late late 20s no i'm Ooh, i'm not oh i'm I'm not
1: in my late 20s that's
0: tough that's tough Yeah,
1: Mm. it is pretty tough. A texter says, Big Blue Drew saw your tweet. Wish I was old enough to watch the Valley Sports run to the Little League World Series, but they were always (laughs) legit in baseball. I played at St. Matthew's my whole life for Little League, and they were always our rival in All-Stars. Always had straight studs.
0: Yeah, and I was one of them, so suck at St. Matthew's Little League.
1: (laughs) Oh, a texter says, Roush complains about TJ taking too many weekend getaways, but continues to take days off himself. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I I would have much rather not taken yesterday off to get probed. So, uh,
1: by the way, I have my last weekend getaway on Friday until the ultimate weekend getaway, which is parenthood.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that is an ultimate weekend getaway. I think, um, I think we might just make it the eleven personnel show. Whenever your baby arrives, bring wow. over. Get his the eleven personnel
1: show full time.
0: It might as well. Wow. I mean it'll be in the heart of football season, so.
1: Well, people, there'd be an appetite for it. I'd be all for that. That that would sound good. I'd like that. Uh, texter says Rutherford can suck, it. can
0: suck it. Yeah.
1: This is a roll call line.
0: It really <laughs> is. We both got suckets in too. It's yep. Necessary.
1: Yep, it's it's
0: definitely a roll call line. What do we got next? You guys should do a Trevor tries it or create the Will Levis challenge and just eat random perishables without removing the peeling. Oh man, very funny. Whenever uh Baby Duke wants to eat something that like if oh here's this lime, it looks like something I can eat. Let me take a bite out of it and it's just peel. And it's like, I'm telling you, you're not going to like it. And he's got to, tr- he's got to try it anyway. And, uh, you know, one thing he has not flinched though is, uh, people will give their babies like lemons or limes, like actually peel, just have the juice and watch them be like, oh, sour face. He's not faced by that at all. He'll like ask for more. Just hmm. keep on bringing it on. Very interesting. So
1: you're feeding your kid peels?
0: Well, he'll, he'll, he'll shove the, He'll try to take a bite out of it before realizing, like, "Oh, you were right. I actually am not supposed to be uh, eating this."
1: Hmm.
0: Is that is that in the
1: baby books?
0: No, no. Uh, I, I, I actually I don't know. I never read the baby books. So. You didn't read the baby books. No. Nah! <laughs> Terry, you excited yet
1: or still being COVID cautious about Levis? It's okay. He doesn't have to be Tim Couch, but we have a QB that can sling it to give us balance. Get hyped. I I like COVID cautious. That made me giggle. Secondly, you're blowing this out of proportion. All I'm saying is Kentucky's still going to be a run-first football team. That was my whole point about this, and you took this as some sort of, like, Me bashing Will Levis. I'm not bashing Will Levis. I'm just keeping expectations in check. And people that are sitting here thinking that Kentucky is going to be slinging it around 40 times a game and passing for 400 yards night in and night out, it's just it's not going to be like that. It probably shouldn't even be like that. But I do feel I I hope Levis can make the necessary throws, especially on third down, to keep the chains moving. I try. I love his confidence. I love the coach's confidence in him. But we've seen U.K.'s coaches be confident in quarterbacks before. So I'm going to be patient, but I'm still excited about the Will Levis era, and I'm excited to see him throw football 70 yards. That's cool. I am excited Mm -hmm. about that. But I'm just saying, anybody expecting this to look like a totally revamped, different offense, there's going to be some different styles and different formations, but it's going to be a heavy dose of Chris Rodriguez as it should be. So suck it.
0: It would be pretty fun if he was Joe Burrow part two that wow. would be cool then, but then, i'm then not getting text my are, hopes up.
1: this texture would never let me hear the end
0: of it <laughs> i uh i will say that um the well actually i, I want to get to the next text sorry okay I, yeah I got to thinking Yeah, it. go ahead uh roush why has the punter missed a few practices and should we be worried he also asked, and can we trust chance to make a few kicks this year well uh I don't think he's missed a ton because he was on that video of them telling jokes the other day. I would guess if players are missing a practice here or there, it might be COVID protocol or something like, I I don't know. I'm not getting, I'm not getting too worried about stuff like that. Chance actually was working on his punts, uh, when we were out there on, I don't know. What was that two Saturdays ago? So we'll find out more later. I'm not, I'm not worrying about guys missing a practice or two here or there. Um, and. Chance is probably not – I think Chance is just doing the kickoff stuff and holding and probably the backup punter for right now. Um, Ruffalo's, I think, got that, that – he, he's proved he's a pretty accurate kicker. I think he only missed two field goals all last year, so pretty good. Uh, I, I know that one of them was a very important extra point, but Ruffalo is accurate. So, but I I was sending texts in. Who's the
1: who, who's kicker? Who's kicker? Who's going to be the kicker?
0: Ruffalo, okay. and we feel good about him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, we feel good about Ruffalo. Uh, what was that? It was like the end of a cough. <laughs> you know, I hit the mute, yeah. and then you know, you got the tail end of it. <laughs> it
1: sounded really funny.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, kind of a, weird, weird, like thing like a but weird. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not worried about like I. Sh- I'm not going to worry about any player, especially the punter missing a couple practices during preseason camp. Like it happens all the time.
1: It's uh. You sounded like you're beatboxing. Which was
0: pretty cool. Oh, maybe, maybe I could be a beatboxer.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see, I don't see why not. A texter says, "Well, I don't know where we are. I had to send more text
0: over." That's okay. fun. A a vote for reading live text only here. Oh wow! I listened to a lot of podcasts. I never tuned into a new one to hear what people had to say about the previous episode. Wow! Somebody really coming after our podcasters. What do you think, texters? Should I want more texters to go after this guy?
1: Well, the, first off, it's not going to happen. We're not turning our back on the podcast listeners. Secondly, you never tune into a new one. To, like that's our show, though. We've done that <laughs> we, for we, three we do, years.
0: We have weeks of people like bringing up old topics, and we just keep going back to it. This is fun. And,
1: and what if, like, we had a show, Texter, where, like, at the end, the final ten minutes, Roush and I just said some really stupid stuff, really dumb. Like we and we needed to be called out, rightfully so for it. And we just we ignored all the podcast listeners that rightfully would crush us.
0: Yeah. We that need, would be right. We need to get crushed.
1: We do. I mean, it rarely happens, but when it happens, it's right. We deserve it. We deserve it. Are you we guys confident it. enough that Bo Allen is a competent enough to be a quality backup and can win us some games in the SEC? For the love of God, proofread your text messages
0: goodness gracious and mostly yes Uh, i we're going to see that today but i think i'd be more confident like all things considered with him there instead of joey gatewood so yes yes Yes.
1: also that text may have been grammatically correct my apologies trevor tries it realizing that two shows with the same text line might not be the best idea Well, the hyperbole just has a uniform text line, except for the shows on the other station. They have a different one. Yeah,
0: oh, man, I like this text too. Podcast listeners, could I have a daily comment start on Facebook page instead of texting? No, texter. Ooh, look at me. I get up early. Like, nobody else and can. Facebook's oh. not anonymous. This is anonymous text line.
1: We don't know who you dinguses are. Although Rutherford did put the person's number on the tweet that he sent
0: out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a classic first day hijinks! Classic goof. Good stuff out there. Or they could just suck it, shut up, and stop complaining when the text line becomes for live listeners only. Wow! Man, this this texter really hates podcast listeners out there, and I just I wonder what our podcast listeners think of him.
1: Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the text line open twenty four seven. Anytime, any way you want it.
0: Really coming out. Except
1: podcast. three to <laughs> except three to six is going to be tough for us. Yeah, put a KR put a KRC in front of it. I don't know what I you know I don't know what else to do besides that. Roush, it's going to just be a disaster.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's no doubt about it um tc from lexington here boys what's your thoughts on the players first fan fest uk is doing can uk not officially advertise this it's not on their twitter instagram i believe yeah no that's there, there are rules as to how much official athletic departments and coaches can help with the bit like it's it needs to they have to be two separate things so that's why it's it is separate there you're, you're not going to hear it from from that side of uh John is not going to be specifically promoting it, but he will say, like, heard there's something great happening this weekend at Rupp Arena. You know, like, I'm, I'm sure he'll do something along those lines. Which, by the way, I need Yeah,
1: a- I, um, I I hope that that changes, where UK can start, like, kind of promoting their, their, their fellas.
0: Be nice. And their ladies. That seems only right. Yeah, it'd be real nice. Which, I got to bring up something from Calipari, TJ, which I had never heard this story before. But, you know, John Calipari, Jim Calhoun, they don't exactly see Idaho. And I called him John Calhoun instead of Jim Calhoun. Um, But when I was uh, feeling a little under the weather yesterday, I listened to his interview and part of my take. Do you know why Jim Calhoun and John Calipari are not fans of one another? Why is that? Well, apparently, and he didn't mention Cal by name, but he said, you know, like, we get along with a lot of these coaches, but we— you know, you make enemies on the recruiting trail. And a coach from Pitt told one recruit that Louis Karnasheka was getting out of coaching because he had cancer. And that's apparently where their rift started. Now, at the end of it, he was like, you know, I don't like Rick Pitino, but he's a damn good coach. You know, John Calipari, he's fine. He's a good coach, but we don't see eye to eye, but I still respect him. But I never knew that that was the the starting point when Cal was an assistant at Pitt. He said that he's allegedly said that to recruit. And that was the, the start of the friction. And that is a man that you want to talk about a throwback recruiting story. That That's pretty, pretty cutthroat. if That's what Cal was up to back in the eighties. The that's that's pretty wild. I'd yeah. like to hear, Cal, I'd like to hear Cal's
1: rebuttal of that. Wouldn't we?
0: I know. Like, I, I I'm sure that he would say something like, you know we want to keep the past in the past blah 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 water under a bridge or something like that but i mean that's pretty that's a pretty heavy accusation
1: that is that totally is i mean to the point where if i was Cal and it wasn't true i'd want to say something about it to just be like that's not true but then again what what good would it do to rehash
0: a four
1: decade old right right sort of deal oh interesting
0: yeah, but definitely something I thought was was worth mentioning on these here airwaves. It was a pretty good interview. Uh, but Jim Calhoun can suck it, and Yukon can suck it, bastards. God.
1: I don't understand this next text.
0: With those fandoms and a name that fits a stupid beagle dog more than a human, he never stood a chance in life. Um, Finstal is not a beagle dog. I, I, yeah, I have... Man, maybe there, yeah, maybe we're, we got another show. We're, we're crossing text line wires. I don't know. That doesn't make. Oh, fandoms. Tar Heel. Tar Heel and it was Gus. This Ugh. is making fun of Gus. Oh, good. Yeah. Re- okay.
1: Because maybe the next text is what gave it away for you. Yes. Somebody says, you better be careful, Roush. Gus's boyfriend, Raul Cor- Corals, will come and beat you up. Yeah, there we go. Suck it, Gus. Do you guys think we're trending towards fans having to wear masks in the stands?
0: <laughs> Gus is a stupid Beagle dog name. <laughs> oh my, 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 my God, Mom, she's got a dog named Gus, too. The Gus bus. Uh, I think we're turning towards uh, having to wear masks in stands just because it's, a, it's like a campus thing now. You've got to wear a mask. Um, yeah,
1: probably so. It's going to be really dumb and idiotic because masks don't do anything, but... Uh, I do think that that's probably going to
0: be what they're going to do. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you say, Terry. I just.
1: I, I, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm at the point where it's just like people who actually think masks work. I'm concerned because well,
0: then you're concerned about me because they're better than nothing. Okay, no, like not. you have to wear them into a doctor's office. You do want your doctor
1: to not well, wear a mask? Wear like, them into a doctor's office, not before the pandemic. No, you didn't. And secondly, Roush, every place that has mask mandates has the exact same arch as places that don't. Like, it's common sense that they don't work. If they work, then places that had the strict... Japan has 97% mask compliance, and they are going... 97%, and they're going through a huge spike. It's a virus. The masks don't do anything.
0: They don't do anything. Every place has the exact same arc as places that don't... I don't care, though. It's a little enough sacrifice that I'm not going (laughs) to bitch and complain about it and call them stupid and say that you're concerned for every person who thinks that... Like, I'm not an idiot because I'm willing to do something stupid, to wear a freaking mask to show up and do so, my job or watch a football game. Sure,
1: table. and nobody, and nobody's going to care if you feel that you should wear one. But it should not be mandated to people that they have to wear something that clearly does not work. It's just it shouldn't okay. be mandated. Nobody's going to care if people want to wear them. I don't care if people want to wear them. I, if I was around elderly people, if it made them feel more comfortable, I wouldn't mind popping one on. But it's clear they don't work.
0: So yeah, it's, I don't. It's, I also am not like theater. investing all this time to look at studies and like. Do the mess work or not? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not. And that's why you, and that's just, why.
1: probably you have the opinion that you have. You just follow what the people tell you to follow. And that's why you're, you're where you're at. And that's all right. It, it, it's not a huge deal. It's not, but it is silly. Like, I know, it's, it's I just, hate, I just
0: hate that every time we bring it up, you've got to be like, that's the, the remark you've got to add at the end. I'm like, not allowed oh, to get, they they're meaningless. I'm not allowed every to get my it's just, it's just. I don't get on you for giving your opinion. I, I disagree with you. I know, but it's just now, relitigating but... mask stuff. Like you got in a mask fight with somebody the other day online. Like we're not changing anybody's minds by sharing our opinions on masks
1: or well, vaccines. Make, then, then you could make the case we're not changing anybody's minds by sharing our opinions on UK sports. We do a show where we're giving opinions for two hours. You don't like my opinion. It clearly
0: triggers you, but I'm going to continue to give it. I know. And it's, it's, it just annoys me every time because I don't like, I I just, I don't like the, um, well, you should do some, you should read some of those graphs and studies. I know you don't want to, but maybe you should,
1: maybe you'd learn something. Every place that the strictest mass mandates, very similar arts to places with not. And then we have RCT studies that all say, no, they don't work. But it's fine. It's. I, but I do agree with you. I think we're going to have them at, at Kroger Field for sure. Yeah, it's trending think, that way, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, and I don't think that they're going to be like, for those who are, you know, you can't tell me what to do. Like, just show up, wear your mask, and then when you're in the stands, people aren't going to care. Like, they'll, they'll probably I, I, care as you're getting your ticket scanned, but once you're in the game, like, it's not. I, I you know. think you're right about that, too.
1: I don't think it's going to be nearly as strict as last year. Right. Where right, they would right. kind of cut. And some people had experiences in their sections where they're like, I never saw anybody say anything about a mask at all. Other people have experiences where the usher was kind of being strict about it. I think it'll be more lax regardless. But yeah, I'm on the same page with you there. Yeah.
0: Uh, Texture says St. X opens the season at Owensboro this Friday. Owensboro has that kid that's committed to Rutgers, Gavin Wimset. I love that. Uh, I, I wonder if they were purposefully like saying that to kind of throw shade at him. It's like it is Rutgers, you know.
1: It's uh, that stadium is Rash Stadium, which is interesting.
0: It's a cool stadium. I've been to it. It's where uh, Kentucky Wesleyan plays. I think that's where they're playing it at, or that might have just been where Catholic actually, I'm wrong. Yeah, that's just where the Catholic ones where a Catholic plays their games.
1: The schedule Uh, says that it's at Owensboro at the high school, which is rash stadium, but I've had no idea. I'm not familiar with Owensboro stadiums.
0: Uh, great barbecue though. Go try it out. Uh, texter says, can you tell the PS3 story
1: today? Well, we got into the stupid mass thing. So now we've run out of time for the second straight day. Just very briefly um my my parents weren't the parents that would come up to college and see me all the time mainly because louisville was an hour away and mm-hmm. also i was the baby so i was the third one but one time my mom came up and uh, maybe for a football game or something like that and she was appalled by how gross our house was so anyway right. nice gesture of my mom she got cleaners to come a few times like maybe once a month for a few months after i think the second or third time they came my PS3 was missing, and my buddy's iP- or iPad was missing. This was when iPads were a bigger deal. And those were the only two things missing in the house. And we aren't 100% sure as the cleaners, but, like, why would somebody come into our house, just take those two things? And our rooms were in totally different parts of the house, where it's not like somebody would have been over for a party, snuck up to my room, which was upstairs. So PS3 got stolen, never really played video games ever since.
0: Hmm. That's tough.
1: There's a little more juice to the story, but that's uh, that's that's the gist of it. Texter says, if you had to choose one soup to eat for the rest of your life, what is it? We don't have time for soup, Tex.
0: Uh, I really like the summer corn chowder, but it would end up at Panera. That's very good, but it would end up being a chili because chili is hearty, meaty, very yeah. good. Chili, absolutely. Not Shout out to Big Chili is really soup, like it's on the soup part of the menus. That-
1: restaurants suck it I'm, I'm rolling with soup that's fine with me shout out to big blue drew's appearance on the show yesterday but i'm glad had nick's back posted up in the comment section taking on charges
0: oh yeah we're back
1: all the way back were you on mute there or were yeah, you yeah, breaking it was, up
0: it was breaking up a little bit there Just suck it internet at Chaos office gotcha um am i still breaking you up if not i'll read somebody the next sent text. in a no, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, this is from Cavassi. Smoke, TBH, I think it's all the stuff out there happening concerning the COVID junk. It's something these people overseas making and sending it to us for war. Hundred. Uh, somebody says thoughts. So uh, smoke all in on some COVID conspiracy talk, uh, which you know what? That's somebody's um, innocent enough. That's like a fun. Uh, I'll, Max Duffy responded. is like, "Yeah, the kangaroos are making it. They're saving in their pouches and sending it over," which I thought was.
1: Uh, I do think this COVID stuff's doing a. I do think this COVID stuff's doing a great job dividing everybody. That would seem like, uh, if you're, I don't know if that's a conspiracy or not, but we are certainly divided on all this stuff. And, uh, that's why everybody just be nice to each other.
0: Hey, John here. Good morning to all. Hey, Levis destroyed that banana. He is the Chuck Norris of college football. He is a wild and crazy guy. He is the man, the myth, the legend. I was excited about this season, but now I'm extra excited. We will not lose a game. Well, gotta go talk to you later. Love the enthusiasm. John absolutely needed that this morning.
1: And I love the well-read brush. I think you captured John's enthusiasm. That was a good text. Uh, TJ, if I'm a random dude on the street and I came up to you and I said, hey, I'll play you in ping pong for a hundred bucks, are you taking on the challenge or are you hesitant? How confident are you in your game? Uh, Probably would play it. I would just be so taken aback. Somebody would randomly come up to the (laughs) streets and ask some random stranger to play ping pong for a hundred bucks. I would do it for the novelty. Roll call. schools got out for the day for Tropical Storm Fred, so I'm back listening. In live for today we might not get snow days but man hurricane days are way better come on oh no justin's in florida
0: oh man just riding the storm out oh
1: oh, no he's gonna get blown he's gonna get blown away uh justin be safe everybody else in the way of fred be safe in all seriousness and uh person texting where is that is that our tampa listener or wherever in florida they're listening we appreciate you tuning in be safe as well
0: uh, texter says, the national security state and weapons manufacturers siphoned our tax dollars again, and they'll get away with it again. Eisenhower warned us about this in his farewell address. Well, I'm going to have to read Eisenhower's farewell address. That sounds, uh, sounds interesting, Texter. I also would like more information on that, Texter. Send me a link to
1: something. Hey, every KRC Texter should send a suck it daily at 3 p.m. until Rutherford <laughs> gets his own line. No, <laughs> be nice to Mike. No, don't be mean. Somebody said air raid, and I think they're maybe trying to do the, the siren sound. Woo! <laughs> how do you get tickets to bbm light uh
0: they're on ticketmaster uh um, yep. i've got some links on ksr as well so you can go check it out there
1: go to the ticketstore.com
0: I text said oh hell i thought we lost the spicy italian meatball good to know he's back yep super senior one more year of the old ruffle oil yep um <laughs> another texture says troll call hey Siri, send this between three and six yes every weekday you jerk robot <laughs> <laughs> oh wow siri just popped on when i said hey siri too oh i heard i heard siri in the
1: background oh, man let's just do this for everybody hey siri hey alexa <laughs> extra says tj's right about mask roush a q QAnon podcast said so alec jones also says they don't work <laughs> See, that's what you do if you just if you actually go against the science you get called a conspiracy theorist sneeze or cough with a mask versus sneeze or cough with with a mask. Which one do you think is more effective against spreading a disease? Uh, poor typo in the text, so we obviously have to dismiss it. A texter says TC from Lexington again, listening to you guys over the mask is like listening to my parents argue over if I'm able to stay the night with a friend. I'm over sitting under the table with my hands over my ears wishing I was at Chuck E. Cheese instead. <laughs> <laughs> Been yeah. there before, TC. Oh, Good yeah, text. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Texture says I agree with TJ in the fact that a vaccine mandate would make more sense than a mask mandate, and that's why only pledges should clean your house in college. Uh, we Ooh, we got yeah. kicked out of the fraternity. We didn't have the luxury. Oh, yeah. Roush
0: should have joined a new fraternity.
1: I should have doubled deep, up. We
0: we're yeah. doubling down.
1: <laughs> Texture, lessons like the kid in Deep Impact trying to outrun the asteroid on a scooter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that was fun. Deep um,
1: We're out of time, Roush. Yeah. We got an open practice today.
0: Yep. We'll have plenty of stuff coming out, so stay tuned at Roush KSR.
1: That's going to be a lot of fun. And also, Roush, I gave you a shout-out. The uh, KSR website looks great. So good stuff there. It moves so much faster. It's so much better. So check out KSR today for Roush's update and obviously his Twitter page. All right, everybody, have a good day. Douglas, the producer, thank you, as always. Thanks for all the texts in the show. We will see you all on Wednesday. This is Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio.